You're nobody till somebody loves you. You're nobody till somebody cares. You're nobody till somebody loves you. So find yourself somebody to love. This is a special bonus episode of the Really Awful Movies podcast. Seven Valentine's Day horror movies. Dwarfed in number by all the Christmas-themed horrors, there are still enough horror movies set on Valentine's Day to generate an indulgent, satisfying list. Valentine's Day has its origins in fertility rituals. And as Freud showed us, sex and death are linked. Uh, Should the two happen simultaneously, there are worse ways to go. Sex and death are certainly linked in horror, as the former usually precedes the latter. Staying fully clothed is more closely correlated with surviving to the closing credits than even possessing a weapon. St. Valentine of Rome is the patron saint of love on this lovely day. According to some accounts, he was beaten to death and beheaded. Guess John Lennon was wrong about love being all you need. In honor of the good saint and Valentine's Day, we thought we'd beatify seven Valentine's Day horror movies. Number one, Tales from the Crypt, Poetic Justice. You were mean, so cruel, right from the start. Now you have really no heart. We launch our list with a segment from Tales from the Crypt, that five-part British horror anthology. In Poetic Justice, a couple of ruthless snobs torment and harass their widower garbage man neighbor into committing suicide. Not very neighborly at all. From beyond the grave, the man exacts revenge with a special Valentine's Day note and a gift. Number two, Hospital Massacre. A Valentine from Harold? Hospital Massacre was originally titled X-Ray, Ward 13, and Be My Valentine or Else. The or else bit comes in the first scene when poor Harold is rebuffed, then mocked by his love interest Susan, as well as her friend David. Harold is none too pleased that they're mocking his Valentine's Day overtures and murders David by way of a hat rack, one of the more unusual killings we've ever seen in horror. And it features prominently in our book, Death by Umbrella, The Hundred Weirdest Horror Movie Weapons. Flash forward a decade and Susan is going for a routine checkup at a hospital because, hey, this movie isn't called Hospital Massacre because there are countless shots of people staring forlornly into the desert. There, a masked medic is butchering nurses, patients, orderlies, basically violating every facet of the Hippocratic Oath. Number three, My Bloody Valentine. Two Canadian horrors made it big in the mid-70s, early 80s, and both capitalized on holidays. Black Christmas launched point-of-view POV horrors before John Carpenter's Halloween, and in 1981, My Bloody Valentine showed us that whatever was in the air, it wasn't love. The East Coast maritime town of Valentine's Bluff is prepping for a clandestine Valentine's Day dance. Those of you listening might remember the slasher film The Prowler when things were cancelled due to unfortunate circumstances there. However, the show and the dance must go on. Here an explosion blamed on management claimed the lives of some miners, save for one. This miner, Harry Warden, survived down in the mine shaft by cannibalizing his comrades. Back on terra firma, he warned the residents not to hold a dance on this tragic date. But did they listen? And is security at the institution where he's being held very robust? Not here and not in the Halloween movies either. 
a bona fide classic and one of the best slashers of the 80s, as long as it's viewed in its uncut form. Number four, My Bloody Valentine 3D. In this 2009 reboot, the heir to the Hanniger mine fortune returns from the big city after a mining accident claimed the lives of some miners, save for one, Harry Warden. Residents of Harmony, Pennsylvania are not thrilled as they figure this young upstart is just going to sell off the company's assets and put thousands of people out of work. They also cite his company's negligence as the reason for the mining mishap. Soon, though, they have bigger fish to fry than concerns over local industry and commerce. At the institute where Warden is convalescing, there's been a big hospital massacre. The sheriff finds the heart of a nurse in a candy box, and Harry is on the loose to knock off locals with his pickaxe in glorious, in-your-face 3D fashion. If you're a fan of the reboot, check out our My Bloody Valentine podcast. You'll really enjoy it. Number five, Valentine. Based on a novel of the same name by Tom Savage, Valentine follows the exploits of a bunch of kids on, of course, Valentine's Day, 1988. Shitty prologue alert. Geek Jeremy Melton is being shot down by every girl in school until the fat chick Dorothy says she'll go to the dance with him. They end up making out under the bleachers, and when they're discovered by the cool kids, Dorothy realizes she's higher in the pecking order than even loser Jeremy and claims he attacked her. The boys in the group kick the living snot out of him and strip him down. And again, flash forward years later, and the cool kids are all in college. Suddenly, they start receiving. Roses are red. Violets are blue. They'll need dental records to identify you. Valentine's Day cards. Who could the perp possibly be? If you guessed correctly in Hospital Massacre, you get a prize. But be forewarned, it's in a heart-shaped box. Number six. Lover's Lane. The previous film, Valentine, was directed by Jamie Blanks, who was responsible for Urban Legend. Now, the killer with a hook for a hand is THE classic Urban Legend. Put aside for a moment just how tough it is to drive cars, open doors, windows, and all the other skills you might need to track down your victims and murder them, you know? And how the hell do you go to the bathroom? Anyway, in the 99 film, Lover's Lane, a psychopath goes after amorous victims. Nicknamed The Hook, he's captured and incarcerated. But, as we all know, mental institutions don't have an airtight escape record comparable to Alcatraz. An excellent episode of Mythbusters actually recreates the one successful attempt from Alcatraz, but I digress. Suddenly, there's a spike in hook-for-a-hand related deaths in town. Who would have thought? Not the worst film based on an urban legend. That would be Alligator 2, The Mutation. It's also far from the best film about an urban legend. Um, that would be Alligator. Number seven, Picnic at Hanging Rock. Picnic at Hanging Rock is more of a mystery thriller, but New York Times critic Vincent Camby did point out in his review, horror may be a warm, sunny day. Whatever genre envelope you'd like to stuff it into, this quirky Peter Weir-directed caper helped put Aussie film on the map. On Valentine's Day 1900, a group of girls and staff from Appleyard College, a girls' boarding school in Victoria, Australia, take a trip to Hanging Rock, a volcanic geological formation 500 feet tall. After cards are open and the Valentine's Day cake is out, a group of four girls go to climb and explore the rock. They fall into a deep slumber, and upon waking, one girl watches in horror as the other three wander trance-like into a recess in the rock face. She runs back in a panic, and it's later discovered that a teacher has also disappeared. Honorable mention for our Valentine's Day horror list, The Sinful Nuns of St. Valentine. 
To quote Monty Python, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. This is a period piece non-sploitation about star-crossed lovers Esteban and Lucita. The latter's father is so intent on keeping them separated, he locks her up in the St. Valentine convent. After the girl's disappearance, fingers are pointed at Esteban and he must flee crazed inquisitors in this weird Italian curiosity. Of interest, The Silence of the Lambs was released on Valentine's Day 1991. For more, check out the Really Awful Movies podcast, where we focus on genre films of all stripes, predominantly horror, with new episodes uploaded Friday for your listening enjoyment, apart from today, of course. And check out our acclaimed book, Death by Umbrella, The 100 Weirdest Horror Movie Weapons. Thank you for listening.